Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Network. What you what you want? What you what you want? Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the Lazy Geeks Podcast, our weekly news show that discusses topics that only interest us. Up from the past week and this is for the week of august 28 2016 and that means it's our season finale of the lazy geeks podcast <laughs> i'm steven vargas i'm adam riley <laughs> <laughs> oh man so yep 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 this is our final episode for the next month month or so and uh it's actually kind of cool because like this episode's a little I, I don't know for me it feels like it's going to be a little more of a fun episode to end the se- end the season on um so yeah I, this is the final one for this one but don't worry uh the next four weeks we'll have our will initiate next week we'll start our lazy geeks rewind which will have our f- fifth sixth seventh and eighth episode previously unreleased uh, episodes, so you'll be getting to hear the remastered versions of those, so you won't suffer from vertigo when you're listening to them. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, that'll be all coming down for you. And the actual season finale of the network will be this Thursday, uh, which will have Adam and I bringing you to the final promised third episode of the month of the away team. So you know, we'll be taking the next month off to regroup, restore our creative energies, and then we'll be back when uh, everything pumpkin spice is in the air. So, you know, it's not like we're going anywhere. It's just going to, you know, because we pretty much have jobs and stuff like that. I heard, I actually was at the dollar store today, and we, we always get, like, every once in a while, um, you know, we don't feed the kids too much candy, but I'm also, I'm not a fucking hippie. You know, so sometimes on the weekends, like, oh, you know, let's catch a flick. Let's get some some candy. If you take your ass to Walmart to get candy, you fucking up. You got to hit up the dollar store because they got right. like a big ass fucking. They do have a big ass candy. Selection. Candy island shit. They had pumpkin spice taffy. Jesus. And my um, 
my one of my daughters loves pumpkin spice everything. Mm-hmm. I guess she's training to be basic. That's what I say. <laughs> um, so I was like, oh, but he gets this for us. She looked at it. I thought she was going to cry. <laughs> I was like, it's not, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, you know, maybe it is. Hey, you know, maybe it is. I mean, it's, it's one of those where it's like, okay, August is finally winding down. Next weekend is the Memorial Day week or the Labor Day weekend. Sorry. And then everything Halloween fall just hits. Even though in California it doesn't hit um, fall until what late November, I think, <laughs> when it dips actually below eighty degrees. Yeah. Um, and then in and uh, and that's just it just becomes what in in uh, Arizona just goes from summer to hot. <laughs> summer to hot. <laughs> no, it's um, I love the winters here. Like there's it's the perfect temperature. Um. You see a lot of people with coats on because they're fucking weird. Because um, <laughs> I'm from a colder climate, obviously, but you'll have like a lot of people from the Hispanic countries that that have that live here or something like that. They're used to a hotter climate, so it'll get like 55 degrees in the morning, and they got those big ass NFL coats on. I'm like, okay, guys, <laughs> those parkas, yeah. Let's calm down, you know. <laughs> but uh, it's nice. I I love the winters here. I don't have to shovel anything. And, and it's still it barely it, it's cold. It's cold, but yeah, you don't have to shovel anything or de-ice anything. It's just beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh yeah. One one other th- one thing I wanted to touch on is um, over the last three or so sh- episodes, we've had some audio issues with the recording. Um, this is the problem from when the podcast that we never aired. Uh, the recording program that we use stopped accessing Skype's API because, you know, Microsoft likes to change things. Right. So thus we had to use a new one. It's okay, but the major issue is that it pops when I get too loud on the show, which never happened on the other program. So I'm trying to... Some... It also doesn't seem to like my voice at all. <laughs> like, I was listening to the last podcast that I drop out all the time. Well, that that was a it's, it was a connection issue. I was getting a little orange thing on my Skype, so I'm not exactly sure what the hell that was about. Um, but uh, I'm at, on my end, I'm trying to use less resources that way, so we don't have that kind of issue. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so the program that we're using now has major popping issues when I because it, it I have to kind of otherwise it gets really loud. I've adjusted it in the in the editing aspect, which is still you can hear it kind of like. You know when that bad speaker, you know, is playing those like really bass heavy, and you just hear that rap, you know, that kind of noise. That's kind of the sound you get. So, um, but, uh, so yeah, so this never happened to the old program. So I'm trying something different for this show and Thursday show. But if this if it sounds the same, uh, I should have a fix for it by the time we come back in October because I'm looking at a different way of recording it without using an actual recorder interface. So I'm going to try. I've got all this equipment, so now I'm just trying to modify it a little bit to to get everything that I need to. So hopefully this will sound better, but if not, you know, by the time we come back in October, we should be good. Should be. Should be, being the operative word. Right. (laughs) We'll see. Right. <laughs> if Steve can get his shit together. 
come October, I'll be like, see what had happened was. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're resurrecting some old friends? No. Yes, I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, it's funny because you said that, and I was like, what? And then I looked at the thing, and I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is why I put parentheses rebuilding a computer because I know my dumb ass wasn't going to remember. Um, yeah, so I have one, two, just three. Yeah, three computers uh, in my house. Um, four if you count the laptop that I got to replace the panel in. So we won't. So three, three <laughs> desktops in my house. Um, one is mine, of course, which I'm currently using, and I prefer no one to touch. Um, the other one is in my uh, daughter's room the girls room basically and then there's one in the boys room however the one in the the one in the girls room i built and it works perfectly fine it's running like a skylake i3 and it has a graphics card in there and it does everything they need it to do um the boys however <laughs> <laughs> so i i built a computer for a buddy of mine and, and what i usually do when i build a computer for somebody because people always want to pay you when you do stuff I, I, if it's a friend, I don't want to take pain, you know, because I like to just do things for the home. Um, but what I will take is your old computer. So if I'm building you a computer and you want to give me something, then I'll take your old computer because I can do shit with it. So you're the Sanford and son of like old tech. That's right. We're fucking that up. But this um every, every so often when your wife starts standing, you just grab your clutch your chest and go, I'm coming, Elizabeth. I'm coming to see you. My when my wife first met um, she came over to my house and she, you know, I, I lived at my grandparents' house at the time. And I had a really they, they had re uh, they added a door basically to the dining room and and a wall with a closet so i had this huge room that had a desk all, all types of crazy shit and then um i had this walk-in closet that was lined with shelves and she's like would you keep your clothes in the closet and i go no because they were hanging like from a fucking <laughs> rope and she's like why don't you keep your clothes in the closet and she went in there it's just shelves were full of old computer parts from i was crazy about it <laughs> and i don't do that anymore because i got married you know right wives ruin your fun so, um, anyway, back on – fucking me up now. So <laughs> the boys are using um, a, the computer from – the old computer of my friends, which is a pre-built HP from like 10 years ago. And it's not keeping up at all. You know, So I'm like, okay, well, I obviously need to build them a computer because it's not fair for the girls to have a nice computer and the boys don't. Although the boys annoy me more, but that's a different story for a different day. So, I I recently um, upgraded my computer with the i7 new board, everything like that. So I have all my old parts, which were perfectly fine, um, for my other computer. So all I need right now is a case and a CPU cooler, and I can build a computer. So it's basically we're talking like seventy bucks, you know. So I think this paycheck I'm gonna um, buy a case and a CPU cooler, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, throw together the computer for them. And and which would make more sense too because um, they're bigger gamers than the girls are. They the girls just want to watch YouTube and stupid shit. You know, <laughs> the boy actually wants to play games, but he can't because the computer doesn't do it, and I won't let him use my computer. So, yeah, that's it. Smart move. I mean, that's, right, I, my computer is my computer. 
Right. So, um, I, so yeah, I'll have that um, going, and then I'll have this other computer that works. It's just old, so I don't know what I'm going to do with it. But uh, this story did remind me that I, because my daughter wants a laptop, I forgot I had that other Dell laptop. I should just replace the panel for fifty bucks, and everybody's good. Ooh, yeah, shit. there you go. Running the fucking scene. She's a fucking nut. She's like, I want a Mac. I'm like, good for you. Yeah. Go get a fucking job. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say, like, all right, well, when you get that job. I told her, I said, unfortunately for you, your father is a realist. So <laughs> realistically, if you are logical, too. Realistically, if you if you need a – I said, what do you need a computer for? She says, schoolwork, uh, watching Netflix and YouTube, and that's it. She doesn't play – I play video games? She's like, no. I'm like, okay, then you don't need any Mac, right. any current run Mac that, that's on the on the market right now because – there, it's not for you. I said I could get I could get you a fucking two hundred dollar computer and do all that. <laughs> I said so you screwed yourself. And she's like, oh fine, then uh, I'll play video games then. I'm like, but you still don't need a Mac. Right. There's just more games on Linux than there are for Mac. <laughs> and that's and that's saying a lot. Right. Huh. So, yeah. Well, just tell her it's been a long road. Getting from there to here. <laughs> it's gonna be an even Bad longer. Road. It's yeah. gonna be even a longer road for you to get a Mac. Well, my thing is, I do the same thing um, that my family did. Is once the child turns sixteen, mm-hmm. I'm on maintenance finances, so I'm obligated to pay for her food, or boarding, clothing, you know that that she needs, the things right. that she needs. Um, but now I don't have to pay for the things that she wants unless I want to be nice and get her a gift. <laughs> so and that doesn't happen been, often. She's been adjusting to that. But she she comes up. Oh, I want I want all this makeup, and I go, that sucks. <laughs> when are you gonna get a job? Right. You know? And she's like, um, she's like, why do I have to work? And I'm like, I don't know. Why do I have to work? <laughs> so she gets all <laughs> pissed off at me. But um, she's she's gonna be looking for a job here pretty soon. And I told her rents due on the first. But <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> fucked up. I told her, see, get a job, and then I'm not gonna charge you bills. See all these little post-it notes with names on it. Yeah, that's who this food belongs to. Notice what name is missing from here? Yours. Yeah. <laughs> All the post notes say my name on it. Right. Um, but I, I told her, I said, if you get a job, I'm not going to charge you. As long as you're in school, you won't have to pay bills. You know, so that, that money's all for you. Aside so, from any bills that she chooses to create. Right, exactly. You got you to fix that little caveat. Oh, hey, oh, hey Dad, you... Hey, Dad, you said bill, I don't have to pay for any bills while I'm here, so here are my credit card bills. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, right. So, because she wanted me to go get her a bank account, and I'm like, well, you don't make any money. Why right. Would I get a bank account? So, a little stuff like that, but she's looking into it right now. I told her to go apply at McDonald's or something. She's like, oh, why would I work at McDonald's? I'm like, because they pay you. <laughs> <laughs> and you could bring me home a Big Mac, you know? <laughs> exactly. I, I was telling her, Go work at Panda or Wendy's. And she's like, is that because those are your favorite fast food restaurants? I go, yeah. <laughs> See, it. you're brighter than your mom tells me you are. <laughs> no matter what they <laughs> say, you've got some smarts. <laughs> got to do that backhanded compliments, you know. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I have high hope for you no matter what everyone else says. <laughs> it's fucked up. Um, and then quickly, my only other thing in the random round table, even though I kind of added a second thing to complain about my daughter. Um, <laughs> I need an awesome space sim, man. I need a space simulation game. 
post haste and i've been looking at that star since dude so at first i was looking at no man's sky oh, um, right. when when that was being developed it was looking dope i was like oh this game looks sick then it comes out <laughs> and people are, are asking for refunds because it doesn't do fucking most of the things he promised it was going to do you know so why would it <laughs> exactly so Star Citizen is still technically an alpha. They're adding shit, adding shit, adding shit. Yeah, people complain when they don't remember that it's an alpha. You know, so it's not going to work perfectly. Um, but it's made by the same guy who uh, made um, a lot of space sims in the past. It's just, for some reason, I can't remember them right now. Um, the game looks super slick. Like, I was, um, I was watching some videos. And it's all, like, um, you can just... You're in the spaceport, walk out, jump into the ship, get money. Like, it's, there's no loading in between, you know, which kind of breaks the immersion, really. Right. Um, and then there's a new update coming where they're going to have – you can land on the planet. And I was watching the demo of that. These motherfuckers went from space down to the planet. No load screens. I was like, oh, shit. I was <laughs> skeeting all over my shit. So I told my wife, I go, get a new graphics card. I'm getting Star Citizen. And I'm getting a fucking full joystick fucking setup. And I'm just going to be like. <laughs> and she's like, okay, dork. <laughs> so that was it. I don't know why that was important. To say. That's why you go, hey, that's Admiral Dork to you, right? Motherfucker. Best check yourself. <laughs> I wish they would make a Star Trek game like that. Big sandbox. Like there's, you don't have to be in the Federation, or you could join the Federation if right. you want. Like that kind of shit. Like that was mm. so dope. You have you to, you have to complete, the... you have to complete certain quests to become part of the Federation. Right. You know that kind of stuff. You start off as a dude on whatever planet you pick, right? Right. And then you, you have no spaceship, nothing. And then you just like, you can pick which school you want to go to if you go to one. Right. If you join the Federation, you could be a free merchant. You could fucking be in some war or whatever, and then you build up, get your first ship, and then you can do whatever the fuck you want. I want that game <laughs> in the Star Trek universe. Okay, right. Don't be shit. <laughs> uh, well, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's been a long <laughs> And it has to start with that. Like, you can't fast forward that. You can't skip that. It has to be that opening track every time you launch the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't skip it. <laughs> it's the hundredth time you've sat at the game. You have to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's not just like the the Enterprise TV show version. It's the full song, second core, second verse, all of that shit. <laughs> the guitar bridge in the middle, you know, all of that stuff. <laughs> you got to listen to every bit of it. Exactly, and the and camera will be watching you. If you scoff or roll your eyes, it will restart. <laughs> You have to appreciate it, <laughs> right? You have to appreciate it, and it will provide you the lyrics. So, and your your uh, mic will be active, so it will actually, if if they don't hear you singing along with it, it will keep start restarting until you actually sing along with it. And, and the new technology uh, that they're implementing is called the with feeling detector. <laughs> the if you're not singing it with, with feeling, feeling, it's gonna restart. <laughs> Especially when he gets to the I got faith of the heart. You gotta, you gotta give it. Yeah. You gotta yeah. give it to get it. Really. Exactly, exactly. Nothing in life is free. That's right. Uh, um, this I thought was kind of funny. I Apparently, you know, 
you can always tell like uh sites that either one have no idea what the hell they're talking about or two um are just going for clicks but in uh it came out late last week that um you know the huffington post was like what steve rogers isn't captain america anymore based off of what happened at the end of civil war where he dropped the shield in front of a uh, you know iron man right. and and when he rescued everybody he wasn't in in the full uniform um you know and the director uh said himself he goes that he felt that you know captain america or steve rogers is no longer captain america simply because the man and the ideal are in conflict the problem with that is is that it's happened before uh, many times in the comic books so it's like this shouldn't really be any different he's given it up so many times I mean, he gave it up once because he was killed um yeah. you know and then bucky took over but then you know sam wilson is captain america and now steve rogers come back in that but you know he's given up captain america so many times so to me it's kind of like a really we 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 really have to go this as if this is something that like nobody knew mm-hmm. you know it, it to me it, it's like storylines like these bother me because it's like it's like okay and then what i think what really bothers me is then when you have the quote unquote geek um sites that pick it up and continue doing the same thing, basically, you know, saying, oh, it, it, it's he's not Captain America anymore. What, what does that mean for the cinematic universe and all of this stuff? It's like, no, he's going to come back because Thanos is coming. And and you know he's going to be back. Yeah. And so, he's, he's also, he's a big fan favorite out of everybody on, on the Avengers team. Oh, yeah. I think everybody loves Captain America. Well, I think he's even, my favorite Avenger in the movie universe. Well, in, yeah, even in the movie universe, I mean, to me, Captain America was going to be the hardest character to translate, you know, in the. Because he could universe. be real fucking campy real quick. Exactly. If you've seen the seventies Captain America movie, you can see how campy he can get real quick. But yeah. Chris Evans pulls it off. Like to me, he's, you know, the total, you know. Mr. America, that kind of thing. Oh, did you hear the story about that, uh, what's his name, John Krasinski? The guy from The Office was auditioning for Captain America, and he knew he wasn't going to get it after he saw Chris Helmsworth. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, he's got half the suit on, and then Chris Helmsworth in his, you know, massive physique walks by, and he's like, yeah, I'm not going to get this. It's like, oh, so (laughs) Thor just walked in. Actual Thor. Thor. Remember that Saturday Night Live uh, skit? Yeah. We wanted Thor-like. We didn't want actual Thor. (laughs) (laughs) They said I couldn't have sex with, I couldn't have sex with women because I was, because my penis was so large. (laughs) 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 I love that. He's so fucking funny. Chris Helmsworth is, he he knows how to make jokes about himself and everything. What did they, they did a skit where in Saturday Night Live where he played Thor, obviously, but it was supposed to be like Age of Ultron. He's like, you know, and like the media is around him and he's like, yeah, we're going to have fun. We're going to go to Dave and Buster's on third and we're going to have a party over there. (laughs) (laughs) Like Dave and Buster's really. (laughs) Uh, But it's just (laughs) all the places of all the places to go. He's got Dave and Buster's. But yeah, but back to my point is, is I hate these geek sites that just like that do it to just like get clicks. And it's just, it just irritates me so much because it's like, 
yeah, he's not going to be Captain America. It's just not new. If you are quote unquote a geek site, you should know that. Right. That he's done that. It's happened before because Steve Rogers and the idea of Captain America do come in conflict from time to time. I mean, that happened with, um, if you look at, uh, what was it, uh, Winter Soldier? You know, he came in contact with what S.H.I.E.L.D. stood for. You know, and so, you know, it's just stuff like that that bothers well, the me. Thing, the thing is, is that, like, it's Captain America, yeah. but it's because he represents what the American dream is. Like, he represents what we're supposed to be right? as people. So, if if it doesn't matter if the government's fucking up. And, and and I kind of that was one of the biggest things I loved when they started doing the whole Hydra thing and and everyone's corrupted. He wasn't just like, well, I got to go follow orders. He's like, yeah. no, fuck that. Like this shit isn't the way it's supposed to be. I stand for what's right. So right. I'm going to fight against it, you and, know, which I think is the biggest part of that character. And that's what I like about especially now with well, not this particular incarnation of, of Captain America, but prior to see um, to Secret Wars is that incarnation of captain america was i don't care who's president or what side is in charge i'm for what america stands for right you know and and that's what i thought was always great about this and that's one thing that i really liked what they kind of enforced in the cinematic universe was i hate bullies you know so seeing the big guy trying to kick the little guy and that's that's captain america kind of in the nutshell and uh and that's that's kind of what i liked scene you know in the cinematic universe because because really i mean if you think about all the marvel movies that have come out the captain america ones are pretty fucking badass i mean after the first one when you hit civil i mean when you hit the winter soldier it was like espionage it was like deep deeper than any of the other ones even you know than the iron man movies and all that stuff even the avengers i actually preferred the captain america movies even over the avengers i do too i they're they're my favorite in the marvel cinematic universe by far they're just because they have kind of everything they have the superhero stuff but they have that ideology behind it and and it kind of as an american too like even if it's kind of cheesy, you start fist pumping like, yeah, yeah motherfucker, right. you know, just <laughs> that kind of shield. <laughs> right. And it's cool. I, I really think they did it in a good way where they were clever about saying, yeah, he's Captain America, but he fights for everybody. Right. You know, because that was something that they were worried about with that character. And they kept him Captain America, but right. they made it. He's, you know, which really, if you think about it, shouldn't have been that complicated anyway. Since America's right. got its fucking hands and everything <laughs> the way it is. Right. So. Well, it's like in that part in Civil War, he's like, uh, I was like, sorry, Tony, when I see somebody having trouble, I can't help myself. And then he's like, and then Tony looks at him, he's like, because you don't want to. And he's like, yeah, because I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Fucker. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. So on that note, why don't we jump into some headlines? Most people like price increases like a dick being slapped across their face. Some people may like it, while others are offended by it. Well, this week, PlayStation announced that they will be increasing their prices starting on September 22nd. PlayStation Plus members will be charged to, uh, will change to $59.99 US, $69.99 Canadian for 12 months, and $24.99 US and $29.99 for the three-month plans. Uh, the monthly plan will change to 11.99 Canadian 
but will remain $9.99 in the U.S. So if you're a current member, the new prices will take effect if your membership renews on or after this date. Sony notes that this is the first price increase since they launched the service back in 2010. And at that time, Microsoft had increased their, uh, their uh, uh, Xbox Live Gold membership to the same price. So that kind of came out of nowhere, given the fact, too, that now it really comes into play of, you know, is is it worth keeping that um in relation to like xbox live uh but in related news sony also announced uh after the announcement of the price of um, price increase that their stagnant playstation now service will be coming to windows pc and mac soon sony announced via their blog that the app will launch overseas in part of europe soon and will be available in america in north america soon after so it'll be soon after soon i guess is how you can take that one aside from being a member of the place of playstation now you will need to get a dualshock 4 usb wireless adapter for 24.99 us which will allow you to use any dualshock 4 controller and have access to all the features that you would have on your playstation 4. so here are the recommended specs for running ps uh ps now on the pc you need windows 7 service pack 1 8.1 or 10 3.5 gigahertz Intel Core i3 or 3.8 gigahertz AMD A10 or faster, 300 megs or more, 2 gigs or more of RAM, sound card, and a USB. Basically, you just need a computer at this point. Right. <laughs> yeah, because the thing the thing about streaming gaming is all you really need is a strong internet connection. Yeah. Because the heavy lifting is being done by their servers. So you don't need a graphics card. You you don't need all that. Well, I mean, some sort of graphics card might help, but right. you don't need all that fancy shit to get it done. I'm kind of excited about this if it's dope, you yeah. know, because if it comes out, it's shitty and whatever, then it's not going to work. But the problem with streaming gaming services is that you'll get a lot of people that will say it's garbage because they have garbage internet and right. they don't understand. Like if I were to use it, my internet's kind of spotty. So I would, it probably wouldn't be a great experience, but I also understand that's not Sony's fault. Right. And you know, if so. I, and if I was using it, I'm, you know, I have, I mean, I have time order cable, but I have like really good internet with them and everything's hardlined. And also you can't use Wi-Fi for the shit. No. I mean, yeah, it's going to be shitty at best. You it's have really to hardline. You can't use Wi-Fi, not not so much because of the speed, but because of the interference. Yeah. You, know, you need a steady connection. Yeah. Um, but in regards to the price increase, honestly, I don't think it's that big of a deal. The the monthly is staying the same, um, which anyway, if you're paying monthly for the for Xbox Live or PlayStation Plus, you're fucking up. Right. Because it's way overpriced. For ten bucks, like as long as as long as I see a. a, a them pressing forward we're trying to improve things and and give you new shit it's only 10 bucks not a big of a deal you know like yeah for I me think it's much to do about nothing like <laughs> be honest like, like for me it's like i have both xbox live and playstation and in recent weeks i have been kind of looking at which to me is better and i'm not talking about just um you know service overall but i'm also talking about the free games incentive and stuff like that. And to be honest, Xbox has a lot more stuff. Plus the backwards compatibility. I can get a lot more through the 25 bucks that I'm getting from Microsoft than I would be getting from PlayStation. 
And now that I agree that I agree with is that especially if you just take into account the free games, Microsoft is killing. Yeah. But the ten dollar difference to me doesn't that's a discussion that was already being had. The ten dollars more doesn't really change it for me because I don't have PlayStation Plus anymore because um, that very reason they weren't dropping free games that any anyone in this house wanted to play, so it wasn't really important. Right. Xbox and, Live is, I mean, they give. It's like I don't. I never have to buy games for my kids. Yeah, and the one thing that that I liked early on was that I mean I still have a PlayStation Three and I have a Vita as well as a PS Four, so I had a reason to keep that. But as of late, like the past probably several months not a couple months but several months i usually would like oh cool game on the ps4 oh two you know for i could get for the ps3 and for the vita but now it's like there's nothing like nothing that intrigues me i mean i could go oh i'll try that and then it's like meh not a big deal didn't really care all that much for it but it's like okay yeah i could get it for three services but when you have one game that's released on all three there's no advantage there um but like, like for Mirror's Edge, the original Mirror's Edge is coming to Xbox Live next month, which I thought was is pretty fucking slick, especially that it's backwards compatible. It's like that's gonna be nice. So to me, in the end, it's like I think it's I I think I'm probably gonna end up. I mean, my renewal comes up I think like tomorrow or the next day, so I don't have to worry about the price increase till later. So I'll give it another month. But if I don't really see anything else coming out or enticing going into October, you know, or November, I'm probably just going to end up, you know, cutting it off. Like for September, okay, this is here's a perfect example. Um, Fuck, man, I'm trying to find PlayStation's free games, but I can't can't really find them. But like Xbox is giving out. Assassin's Creed Chronicles China, which right. will be fun. Like, it doesn't matter. I mean, if you bought it, you might have been like, oh, fuck, but yeah. it'll still be fun. Uh, Earthlock Festival of Magic, which I think is an RPG, which is dope. Um, and then Forza Horizon and Mirror's Edge on 360. Yeah. And of course, every 360 game is backwards compatible. Exactly. Um, so you're getting four games off the jump. Now, now Sony usually gives you six games because of the Vita, but most of us don't have a Vita, so it doesn't really matter. Right. Um, and then the, two of those games are for the PS3, and Sony doesn't want to do backwards compatibility. So, again, that, those don't matter because most that, people don't have PS3 anymore. And that's why they have PlayStation now. Exactly. But no one wants that. Right. So you have – well, I mean, I'm sure there are people that want that. But I think Microsoft just right now is focusing – more on the ease for the customer to get yeah. as much content as possible and and that's always going to win over new fangled ways of doing things like the <laughs> playstation now is cool for people who live in big cities and and have enough money to afford a fast internet but for the rest of the people um like maybe living in rural areas or or they just they're strapped for cash they can't afford the fucking top tier internet every month <laughs> then you can't use playstation now Right. So yeah, it's okay, fine. They don't get it, whatever. But that's not helping Sony. Yeah. You know, they need everyone to get it. You know, so that's whatever. But moving right along, Sony. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Valve imposed a new rule for Valve-sponsored CS:GO uh, events yesterday or earlier. 
a few days ago, um, that forbids coaches from interacting with players while matches are underway. They may now talk to players only during pregame warm-ups, timeouts, and at halftime. The problem, Valve explained, is that unrestricted access to teams during matches effectively makes coaches a sixth player. And, quote, since the goal of our events is to identify the best five players, player CS teams that exhibit the best combination of all CS skills, the current participation of coaches in the game is not compatible with that goal, end quote. Not everyone agrees with Valve's assessment of the situation. However, a number of analysts and commentators took to Twitter to express displeasure with the new rule, some saying it's simply unnecessary and others claiming that it's outright damaging to the game. Um, so a few a few uh, tweety tweets. Um, I'm not even saying who they are because I don't want to. Um, <laughs> new coaching rule is pathetic. Valve was never good at pushing CS go forward, but w- why send it rolling back downhill any further? That was actually, I'll say, so that was from Lurpus. Um, and then Richard Lewis says, it's quite, it's quite telling that there's not one pro player, journalist, com- commentator, or coach that agrees agree with this new coaching rule. Uh, Jason O'Toole uh, said the idea that coaches allow teams to be made of five brainless aimers is also also dumb. And if that's your opinion, it's why you're not good at CS. <laughs> um, nonetheless, Valve seems determined to stick with the change. The rule, the ruling won't force the change upon all tournaments, but it will affect the majors which, as you might expect, are the largest tournaments in CSGO. Valve began awarding $1 million prizes and prize money for each major tournament this year. Valve clarifies its position on the ruling in a follow-up statement in which it said that it has spoken with pro teams about their coaches at past majors and had been assured that their focus was on activities traditionally associated with coaching, such as preparation, support, uh, opponent study, etc., so I'll end with a quote. We were also open, we were always open with them about our opinion that distributing the work of five players um, across six people was not in line with our goals, one of which was to make it possible for new teams to emerge and compete at the highest levels. We had no concern with the other coaching responsibilities, and at the time, any potential harm was hypothetical, the statement says. Since then, it has become apparent that teams are, in fact, transitioning away from fielding players that have a wider breadth of skills and instead relying on coaches to handle some of that work. So this is kind of an interesting debate. Uh, first and foremost, I have to start out with saying it's Valve's tournament. If they don't want you to do it, then you're not going to do it. Right. That's almost like the end of the <laughs> debate right there. There was no real um, discussion after that. Right. But it's kind of interesting because we, we, we can take it from, from uh, physical sports like uh, where the coaches are right there on the field telling players what to do in this and that. Um, but I kind of feel that eSports are different in a way because you're, you should just know how to play the game, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't understand why you would need coaches to play a fucking video game. I mean, I get it. It's professional level and stuff like that. But you have a team of five people playing a first-person shooter. Well, it would be the same thing of, like, you know, the World Series of Poker. And you have a coach sitting there going, drop the deuce, drop the deuce. And I just realized when I said that, how wrong that sounded. (laughs) You know, but, yeah, it'd be that 
kind of level stuff of like, you know, you should know how to play the game. You have, okay, fine. So boxing, boxing has coaches or trainers, but they're not, they might shout things from the side, like keep your hands up or stupid shit like that. But these, these coaches are like this. They'll say like that player over there has this. You can do this. That that, you're playing the game for them. You know, you, they're supposed to know that. That's yeah. part of being a first-person shooter player. You're supposed to know all that. So if if I think what Valve is saying is is solid to say, coaches for the pregame and then halftime, like okay, we're because in the halftime all can be said right there. It's like okay, I'm noticing that this and this player is doing this and this. You should adjust your strategy to blah 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 blah. Why does the why does the coach have to be right there? Because I think it's detrimental to the team because they're they're now some of their attention is being taken away from the game because they got an ear out for what the coach is saying. Right. Like just play the fucking game. You know, it's it's I'm not trying to undermine esports here, but it's it's fucking CSGO. It's not exactly rocket science. You know, <laughs> you don't need you don't need a whole fucking team of experts and analysts behind you. Right. Fucking giving you breakdowns of people. Like just play the fucking game. You know, it's I don't know. It's weird to me that this is even an issue. <laughs> Because <laughs> fucking people coaching for video games, I think is fine outside of the tournament. Yeah. But during a tournament, that's just weird. There's too much going on. Like you should just be playing the game. Yeah. Not just following what some dude said. Right. Whatever. <laughs> that's me. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. To me, esport tournament tournaments shouldn't be any different than like poker tournaments or something like that because right. it's like to me it's just like you don't need a coach telling you what to do while you're playing the game you know it's just like you should know at this point well together exactly as the dawn of a new month approaches as does the new lineup of titles that are coming to netflix as new seasons of your favorite television series are approaching some previous seasons of the uh will debut on the streaming service. The first season of Supergirl will premiere on the ser- on the service uh, next month, as it yeah. will season five and six of Shameless, the second seasons of Narco, and the sixth season of The Walking Dead, and the debut of Marvel's Luke Cage, which is something I'm very excited to see. Uh, some movies that will be coming will be all four Jaws films. Uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey returns, as well as Man on Wire, Saving Private Ryan, Top Gun, The Imitation Game, and Zootopia, to name a few. You can see the complete list of movies by clicking the link in the show notes. So, Supergirl, I called it. Remember we were talking about how, oh, the CB or whatever fucking network it was on, they don't put their shows on uh, Netflix. I'm like, yeah, well, they don't own that shit no more. (laughs) Yeah. That guy. (laughs) Yeah, so... So, yeah, so that should be cool. So that's cool that it actually shows up in September. So it gives you about a month or so before the uh, debut of season two. So it'll allow you to t- do some binge watching that way, which yeah, I'll be, be doing. I, I I want all the superhero shows to be on Netflix so I can catch up at my leisure. <laughs> at your leisure. Make that happen, you know. <laughs> um, this next one's funny to me. So, um, Blizzard wow. streaming. Why? Oh, you'll see. <laughs> no, I know, streaming. but just by your title, by the title, I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Blizzard streaming, the developers' uh, foray into the world of live streaming gameplay launches, launched uh, a few days ago. Uh, the feature allows its PC users to broadcast any Blizzard game straight through the Battle.net client. That's cool. A new update to the client adds the feature and allows Facebook users to connect to their accounts. Uh, there are a few settings to fiddle with, like stream title and webcam adjustment, adjustments, but it's a short process before players can be up and running live. The face, or Facebook streamers have the ability to manage their audience on Facebook, too. Um, Blizzard streaming is live now in the Americas, Southeast Asia, Australia, New Zealand. Worldwide access is coming soon, the press release stated. Streaming is limited only to Blizzard's PC users right now, but the update will be available on Mac soon for those 10 people that play video games on Mac. Um, so the streaming itself is cool, but who the fuck watches video game streaming on Facebook? Who, Who even uses Facebook anymore? I, other than just going, oh, okay, real quick. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and and I'm not even the most young people don't even they barely use Facebook. They're on yeah. fucking Snapchat, Twitter, all that other stuff. Gamers are on Twitch and right. YouTube. I think those are the two biggest ones right now. I feel like Blizzard just got caught up in a contract that kind of sucks. Because Faith, my friend was doing this the other day because he was in the beta for it, and he was streaming um, Overwatch. So I mean, it works fine. I mean, it works just as good as any video you watch on Facebook, which isn't that good. Right. Um, but it's funny because every time when you're streaming, a lot of times you'll you'll stop the stream sometimes, start it again, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Every time you do that, it, it automatically does another post. So, like, all of a sudden, I'm getting, like, seven posts in a row because he was having technical issues. <laughs> and I'm like, this is annoying. Right. You know, so they're going to have to iron some of that out. That's fine. But I don't know, man. Like, who asked for this? Like, I, who said, I really wish I could watch streaming on Facebook? Because, I, I, I mean, nobody watches that. Sh- I mean, Facebook was trying to get people on that live shit for the longest time. But that's been a complete disaster for them. Because, like, I was trying, to, like, I kept for a long time, you know, when they released it and they were doing, like, oh, yeah, you know, telling distributors, including us, to do live stream on, on Facebook. I was like, why? There's YouTube and Google and shit like that, for you know, for that. And, uh, you know, to turn it off, it was pretty intricate. Like, you literally couldn't do it from a mobile device. You had to go in t- through your PC log into that and then disable it you know by you know turning the sundial counterclockwise three degrees and then you know being sure that the moon was in proper alignment just to turn off the notifications right and it was ridiculous and it's just like nobody wants that shit like i would be streaming i would probably stream blizzard games through a blizzard site because then i would know blizzard would have taken more time and you know, and, and make sure their shits works properly. Because here you're doing it via a third party, which is Facebook, and Facebook isn't good for shit. Even putting your own videos that you record up there, it's like I, I, I just don't. I, maybe it was just an issue of like, uh, we've done the beta, might as well just at least do it, so at least we can say we did it and just abandon it later. <laughs> I don't know, and, and it's so funny because my friend was so hyped about it. 
Because he loves streaming. He has a Twitch channel and all that. And he's right. like, oh, I can, I can fucking stream to Facebook now. I'm like, who who cares? Yeah. Because most, most people that are going to are that are, that will stream it will be going to Twitch or right. YouTube because it's like, oh, I can do it to Facebook. Why? <laughs> I actually like uh, YouTube's new like gaming area with where they have streams and stuff. It's really clean. Mm-hmm. But um, I just it's just it's one of those things where Facebook is again copying a functionality that someone else already does yeah and this one is gonna fail miserably though right i guess they figured maybe because they got blizzard people will go to it but i doubt it no they won't (laughs) i highly doubt anyone's gonna be fucking facebook's api is shit like it's videos are always stopping for me and all that Mm -hmm. the cleanest video i can twitch and youtube always work never have an issue you know so i don't know man some bullshit. That's what I'm saying. All right. So on that note, I think that brings us to the end of the headlines. All right. So now we're down to the final pull list of the season. Um, Actually, this will work out pretty well for me because I'm so far behind on the DC, uh, my DC pulls because of the fact that I've been, you know, because I do mostly Marvel. So all the DC books that I want to read or have been reading are stocking up in my in my iPad. So I'm like, oh, cool. This month I'll be able to catch up on those and read the other ones and not have to have a deadline of like, you know, because most of the time, you know, with work and stuff like that. And then the weekend, it's like, okay, I got to get through these so then I can have something for the show. So at least now there'll be a little bit of a breather. So it's like, okay, cool. I can read this and then pick up back in October. And I, I, sh- I should be, should be fine. So, um, all right. So let's go ahead and start with Adam's DC pool list. So thanks, Adam. Uh, we'll move on over into mine now. <laughs> you done being a dick? <laughs> uh, suck it. Okay. Now I'm done. Locker. No particular order, of course. Of course. Um, Blue Beetle finally got his rebirth issue. I saw um, that. <laughs> it was actually, it wasn't too bad. It, uh, I, I looked at it, I was like, aw, Blue Beetle. <laughs> right. It wasn't too bad. It was um, it, it was very, they had the, the conversations between, you know, the Blue Beetle and, and his, his uh, I can't even remember the names. I don't know much about Blue Beetle, so it's not like information that was in my head already um so it's basically to sum it up blue beetle is he has this scarab attached to his spine and um and at whenever he wants he it kind of comes out of him and surrounds him with like this battle suit you know and he can he can do all kinds of crazy shit but sometimes the suit does things that he doesn't want it to like it overrides like it has a autopilot basically Hmm. um so he's kind of fighting with it um and then there's this guy that flies (laughs) This is so stupid. Um, it, this part is dumb. Like he they, he has this ship that he flies in, and it just looks like a big blue beetle. But it's so campy, you know what I mean? Like it's like okay, but that's easy to overlook. And because even the, the blue beetle was like, "This is so stupid." Like he's like, well, "This is like our, our." There was a conversation like, "This is like our our mobile bat cave." It's like I didn't want a bat cave. It's like who doesn't want a bat cave? You know, well, that, he's that right there. Who right. doesn't want a bat cave? Um, cool fight very interesting as long as it comes with a t-rex i'm cool 
right. But it was more it was more kind of a lighthearted by the numbers, still funny book. Um, writing was tight, there's nothing wrong. But at towards the end it got kind of weird because Doctor Fate shows up and and um, starts spreading warnings around much like Doctor Fate usually does. Uh, <laughs> so we have to wait till next issue, of course. Um, Hal Jordan and the Green Lanterns is still going strong. Uh, this issue was the first one where I really didn't know what the fuck was going on, but it's intentional. Um, we see Guy Garner. Uh, um, what's the other Lantern's name? There's Guy Garner, Hal Jordan, and... Uh, oh, you mean John Stewart? John Stewart, thank you. Uh, John Stewart... From the Marvel guy he resorts to. Because I couldn't remember. What do you want from um, he he doesn't know where Guy Garner was last issue. He sent Guy Garner off to kind of scout, mm-hmm. and of course, typical Guy Garner, he does whatever the fuck he wants. So he can't find him. And then there was one. Hey, full I was page... busy getting my dicks. <laughs> there was one full page panel where Guy Garner's like looks like he's backed into a corner a little bit. He's got his fists up, but he's like saying something along the lines of like "come come get me" or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't show you who he's fighting. So we'll come back to that later i guess um hal jordan's still pretty much a badass uh but he's flying around and he's fighting some uh sinestro corp guys and you're starting to you're starting to kind of find out that um they're basically they're taking people like citizens from this planet to feed the fear machine or whatever um which hal jordan's like the fuck's a fear machine um but a few. It was interesting. Cause in the background, a few of the citizens were saying um, the Sinestro Corp was supposed to was supposed to upheld the laws. They were supposed to protect us. So you start. It starts filling in the gaps a little bit. That basically Sinestro's like fucking everybody over. He promised them one thing as usual. Yeah. Um, Hal Jordan's fighting real good, but he he's he's in danger. And the last full page panel was dope as shit. Like it was real good artwork and um, kind of leaves you like what? So we'll have to wait until the next book comes out, of course. Um, I still put Wonder Woman on my list. So Wonder Woman number five. We I remember uh, last podcast we were talking about, or last one we had Wonder Woman on here, issue four. I was talking about oh yeah, it's, it basically that was the origin story and it was dope. So the way Wonder Woman's working right now is every other issue is is the same story so you have issue one is one storyline issue two is another issue three goes back you know so this one's now the modern the the more current storyline where she's trying to help uh cheetah and i have to admit this was the weakest storyline for me in the beginning i was like it's boring as shit because it was very like preachy and, and weird but i have to admit it's tightened up a little bit it was it was a little more interesting and we're seeing what's going on and um, it's dark, like it's it's pretty dark. You're talking about like human sacrifices, and shit like that. Um, so it was interesting, but next issue won't be about this. It will be about <laughs> the origin one. So it's yeah, almost like you have to wait even longer. Yeah, it's kind of weird that you have to like wait every other month to get. It's like just come out, that. just come out with two Wonder Woman books, right? Or you know do I mean? it bi-weekly, You know? Yeah. I mean... But whatever, they can they they can't all be winners. <laughs> um. <laughs> The Flash number five. So The Flash, uh, it was a good issue. Writing was great. Art was great. I, I'm, I'm really liking uh, uh, Barry, Barry Allen's love interest, which, which has been established in this book. Um, and she, she is one of the people, many people now, 
um, that can tap into the speed force. Uh, I, 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 it's wearing on me that so many people can tap into the speed force. Like it's, it's the flash is less special if there's a bunch of people that can do the same thing. And I was reading the book and I was like, ah, like everybody, they got this whole thing now where they're training the people that knew that are new to the speed force. And, and it's almost like they're making a flash army. And I can see from flash's point of view. Cool. I can take a fucking break, which is exactly what he does. He goes, yeah, I saw the cover. It's just like flash gets a day off or something like that. Right. It was kind of a cool cover too. (laughs) Um, it, it reminded me of old school books, like maybe from the seventies and shit. Uh, it, it was cool, and I was like, yeah, but, like, where are we going with this? This, this feels like Spider-Man, you know? This feels like Batman Incorporated. It feels like something I don't want to see. But then towards the end, Godspeed comes back, which is the new villain. And he's trying to steal everyone's speed force, and he kind of absorbs it into himself. And he's dope as shit looking, too. And he's cool, too, because he's the best villain right now because he hasn't spoken. Like, he just shows up and fucks stuff up. Nice. And, and it's really cool. Um, real good artwork, again. Um, especially when Godspeed shows up. And also the coolest name, Godspeed. And one of the dudes, so um, Barry Allen's partner, well, kind of partner in the precinct that he works in, He's he can do Speed Force shit now too. And, and, they, and for two issues long, he was he couldn't come up with a name. He was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to call myself. And, and then Godspeed shows up and he goes, damn it, now he's taken like the coolest name, <laughs> <laughs> which was funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, the villain, the villain. It was funny because I'm reading the book and I'm like, yeah, it's kind of like okay, but it's one of those things where you're reading a story and you're still enjoying it, but you're kind of going, okay, where are they going with this? Right. Like, let's get to the point. But then when Godspeed showed up, my all that melted away. I was like, oh shit, you know. <laughs> um, the last one, last but not least, uh, is the new Hellblazer books, right? Issue one. Um, this book in itself was wasn't like action packed. Uh, Because not every Hellraiser book is. But uh, Swamp Thing makes an appearance. And, um, you know, it has that typical... The writing's really good in the Hellblazer books. If it doesn't, they'll cancel it. Because that's the whole point of um, Constantine. Uh, You're you're getting the typical... Everybody fucking hates him. And mistrusts him and and stuff like that. And he has to smooth talk his way and everything. Uh, We learn more about Swamp Thing. They they call back to a... (laughs) It was a really funny... um, callback so i forget what book it was but it was a while ago but swamp thing possessed um constantine body so he <laughs> could sleep with a woman oh wow um so constantine they meet up again in this book constantine's like what do you want to you want to like go get your rocks off again or something like that <laughs> and, uh, and swamp thing's like swamp thing talks always talks very regal um and he's like i i have i don't want to inhabit your body for anything like that again but then you can tell Constantine's like are you sure because like we're friends and I could make that happen for like he's just trying <laughs> to get laid <laughs> it's, it's just funny but yeah it's a real good book um, it's just it's issue one so we're, we're still kind of building to something that is actually a threat because right now he basically just drove Swamp Thing to someone's house so <laughs> <laughs> no one re- and just left him there because no one wanted him there. um <laughs> But yeah, it was, it honestly was a weaker week, like a, a kind of a softer week for DC. Everything was good, but it was the only one that really shined was uh, Hal Jordan and the Green Lanterns. And um, I'll even throw Blue Beetle in there too. Uh, but the other ones were kind of just like enjoyable, but nothing that was like, oh, fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. Yeah. 
All right. Well, we are preaching, reaching the end of the month, so. Yeah. Um, all right. So for my Marvel pool list, and these are in the order of my favorites. Uh, so number five this week was Star Wars number 22. The Rebel Alliance is launching a major offensive against the Empire. This is a major move by the Rebels led by Princess Leia, Luke, and Han in trying to capture the Star Destroyer Harbinger. It's mostly an action issue with the uh, um, offense taking heavy losses and the Empire completely confused as to what the fuck is going on. Uh, Jason Aaron does a great job illustrating the issue like a movie and it sucks because I want to see this on the screen. <laughs> like everything, the way it's timed, the cuts, everything is all uh, positioned in the way you would see it in a movie. And at the end, you're like, I want to see this in a movie. God damn you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so it was really kind of not heavy on plot, but just really just kind of action oriented. Uh, we have number four, Deadpool number 17. Gotta admit, I was kind of getting a little like okay where is this going uh but this was deadpool having a bad day uh he was still dealing with the issue of his friends trying to steal from him at the bank he gets beaten up double cross arrested abandoned by his only friend in shield and comes home to find his chick sleeping with another guy and it's one of those issues with um uh, within the the character that this is what happens when you have a bad day uh the leopard thong was a nice touch for deadpool <laughs> um that it, it the the end i was watching it and i'm saying like going fuck he's just having a seriously bad day then at the end of the at the end of the book he comes home his chicks in you know he gets into bed and all of a sudden he turns on the light gets out wolfman's in bed with his chick Damn. and he's like and he's like all right so he goes over to the wall pulls a shotgun off of the wall and then points it at him and said you know basically is like what the hell is going on and uh, Wolfman looks at his chick and he's like, um, should I go? And she's like, no. He goes, are you sure you won't shoot me? She goes, not while I'm sitting here. Next thing you know, Wolfman's head splatters. And then Deadpool goes, what? What did you say? I couldn't, I couldn't hear over the sound of my death gun. <laughs> <laughs> and it ends there. So he killed Wolfman, basically. He killed Wolfman, yeah. Blew his head off. That's funny. Um, Number three this month was Black Widow number six. Natasha is also having a bad day. Uh, she's been betrayed by someone close and needs information before she misses a deadline by a mystery man that is set to reveal her entire past. This time, uh, through coercion, she bumps into Tony and makes short work of Tony so she can get some information that she needs from Tony's uh, shield office as well as um, Natasha finds out who her blackmailer is and proceeds to make him her bitch. Um, number two, Captain America number four. The whole Steve Rogers Hydra agent is actually going well in my opinion. Uh, Rogers was sent to kill Dr. Eric Selvig you know, he's one of the characters from the movie universe that made it into the comics. Uh, but uh, uh, Steve Rogers refuses to do that. He did kill many p other people, though, uh, This that stood in his way, but knows that Selvig may, uh, can help bring about the proper order to Hydra. Like Adam and I were talking about before, in this issue, uh, Rogers believes that Hydra is better and bigger than one person. And that not one person should be the head of something like this. Like we said about Captain America as being 
you know, the ideals of America, not whoever's leading the charge. So um, you kind of see where he takes control of the secret Hydra uh, lab and kills quite a few people in it with his shield and all that stuff. It's actually pretty like, whoa, that's kind of weird. But he's, um, but he's recruiting Selvig because, again, he thinks that Hydra is um, Hydra can be good, can be strong, but it cannot worship one person. So he's trying to recruit Selvig to help him kill the Red Skull. Nice. So, uh, so that's where that one's going. Now, my number one book of the month is Captain Marvel number eight. I've become I've was a quick fan of this comic. I've never been a big Captain Marvel fan, but when they started the re-release of 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 the uh, book because of you know the movie that's going to be coming out in a few years um mm. i decided to kind of catch up on it and i really really liked her character and she's been very prominent in civil war 2 so this one of course is a civil war 2 tie-in but it deals with danvers position in this war given that they have the uh the precog ulysses who's able to predict the future and uh captain marvel is in charge of of arresting and taking down people before they commit these atrocities but she starts to begin to question her motives and their end game but knows that she, there is nothing she can do about it because if she says she's unsure about everything the other side's going to say see we were right and if she says it to her side they're going to say she's um she's weakening so this pushes her in a position of doing her duty even though it may not be the quote-unquote right decision because they've already lost Banner, um, She-Hulk's still kind of in a coma. You know, a lot of bad things have happened because of this, but also a lot of things have have not happened because of it. So she's starting to question, especially you know, uh, Ms. Marvel. She's like, Ms. Marvel worships me. How would it look if I came to her and said like, I'm not sure what we're doing, you know? So she's starting to get that, even though public opinion is like on her side. She's starting to question her own different motives and beliefs. And if you haven't, if you haven't been um, checking out Captain Marvel, I really think you should because overall, it's a really good, strong character. Um, and and I've been enjoying this. I've been enjoying this book a lot. So, so yeah. So those are my picks for the uh, picks for the month or picks for this week, which is actually picks for the season, I guess. <laughs> They're just picks. They're really? picks. Yeah. Right. Um, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, one awesome thing, uh, this is a set, this is the segment that Adam and I find just one random thing that kind of really piqued our interest. Uh, and oddly enough, both of them are on YouTube for both Adam and myself. Um, actually I had something different picked for this, but until this came out today, Sunday, when we recorded this, obviously this had to be my pick. You've all heard about the Comic-Con spoof documentary that was debuted at Comic-Con, which basically explained where Thor was during the time of Captain America Civil War. Well, they finally released that footage online, and it's, if you have Facebook, it's probably been all over your Facebook feed. It's fucking hilarious. Apparently, Thor has, you know, trying to find out what the whole Infinity Stones thing is doing. So he's went to Australia which is currently where they're filming Thor 3, uh, and moved in with Daryl, 
just a regular guy and they're just you know hanging out i love the fact that he's holding his hammer the in, in every shot of his interview right like he's got his hammer sitting right there and all that stuff and you know daryl's working for him he's taking dictation and then it shows banner there like you see rough uh ruffalo's right there and he's like what do you want i like uh, no, I don't want to be in that thing. And then he gets a call from Tony, and he's telling Tony, "No, I don't want to be part of this." And but Thor's wondering why you haven't contacted him, and he's like, "He has no way of contacting you. I don't have a phone. I will send a raven." Which <laughs> was like, "What the fuck? Send a raven?" <laughs> um, but it's fucking hilarious. If you haven't seen it, it's you gotta watch it. It's it's it, if that's the tone of it, because I've seen some images that have come out from uh, Thor three. And they're saying that it they're gonna it's gonna be a bit lighter, like they're gonna actually kind of make it a little more enjoyable. Looks kind of funny because I've been seeing the images of Loki and Thor sitting in front of a magazine rack, looking like they're working there. And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck, Loki? Thor, can you imagine that? Um, although there was one picture, and this I, I saw early on, was they were filming doing some shots in New York, and there was a picture of Thor, obviously in not in his regalia in, in regular clothes but he was holding a uh, uh, an, a piece of paper and it had an address and if you looked on the address it's the address of Doctor Strange dun, dun, dun. so so people are wondering ooh is uh, Benedict Cumberbatch going to make a cameo in this movie is he going to pop in for just a scene so because you know they, somebody has to do a cameo somewhere um, yeah. so and since we assume that Doctor Strange will probably be in uh, Infinity War, um, most likely he'll probably pop up somewhere. But uh, yeah, check out that video. It's it's on YouTube. The link is in the show notes. It's it's a lot of fun, and it just really goes to show just how funny Chris Helmsworth is. Like he, yeah, he, he's under, they, they don't give him enough credit for comedy because he is hilarious. Yeah, he's just so funny, and just and the way he's playing Thor, and it's just. It's kind of like a little bit like the office, like an office, like the office documentary that they, you know, yeah. it, it's kind of like that. So what's your one awesome thing, Adam? So I saw it and I'm sure a lot of people have seen it. There was it's a been trailer. Like all about the internet right now. The trailer for the guardians. <laughs> so this is Russian fucking superhero movie. That Steve. just looks totally badass. It does. And it's funny. Cause I was, um, I was finding out that, it was made on a budget of like five and a half million, like something like that. It looks about it, the same par as the Avengers. Like I know. It's so dope. And it's it's not a lot of people saying, Oh, it's a copy of the Avengers. Not really. I mean, each the characters are are kind of your typical comic book fare. They're not like there isn't a Russian Iron Man or a Russian Black Widow. They all have different ability. Is the 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 heavy hitter <laughs> is this fucking bodybuilder with a Gatling gun and a bear head? I was sold, dude. I was like, this is amazing. So yeah, I mean, the trailer's a lot of just action, 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 action. There's a guy with these huge, um, like curved blades, and oh yeah, just, just awesome to watch. And um, I'm down for when it comes out. Like, it just it just looks like a fun superhero movie. And the, the graphics are actually pretty fucking good for five yeah. million. You know, like you, you look at it and you're just like, holy shit! Like I, I remember hearing about this, like seeing it online, and everybody's like, oh my god! You, you know, like all these sites are like, oh my god! You need to see this uh, Russian superhero movie. And I was like, uh, it's probably because it's so bad. But 
Adam was like, I picked it as my one awesome thing. And to finally today, I got a chance to watch the video, and I was like, I'm sold. When is this movie coming out? I want to see this movie. Exactly. This might be a cheap seats movie. Like, <laughs> it's so fucking dope. <laughs> I mean, I'm, he's like, you know, you all have special costumes. Where's mine? And then it's all with yeah. his Gatling gun. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's just it be. just looks like a lot of fun to watch. It it probably you know even if it is campy or or silly, it it has enough of the action that you'll enjoy it at some point you know and of, you turn and of your course, brain off exactly but you also have the traditional voiceover work because you know none of these people are speaking english right you know but because the lip sync is kind of off but it's actually really kind of good because you know you yeah have... it's not it, i barely noticed until i started looking for it you know because right. I, I remember i was watching it i was like wait a minute isn't this in russian and as soon as i said that i started noticing the sink so. is off just a little bit yeah so yeah i'm totally down for that i'm totally gonna watch that it's supposed to be what some late next year i think or something like that winter 2017 or... yeah yeah so because yeah. their summer blockbusters are in, in winter because <laughs> it's russia <laughs> um no it, it's cool i mean a lot of people are talking shit already and it's like one you haven't seen the film and it, but that's the internet they talk shit make, about yeah other countries can make movies. it doesn't just have to be america and you know, let other people come up with some shit. I'm down for it. Right. One of the things I thought was funny was, or I was going to tell you was that um, this, the, the, basically the, what Thor did on his Civil War vacation <laughs> documentary um, was like, it was light, it was funny, but it's not something you would see from DC because, you know, it would have to be gritty and dark and somebody talking like this at some point, hey. you know, that, that, huh, what? Well, they have am, fun am, in the am, comic am, books. It's right, just the but... movies they've only focused on one particular tone. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, as this season of the Lazy Geeks Network is coming to a close, we wanted to take a moment to thank those of you that have listened, are listening, or maybe just started listening to us. Uh, over the past six seasons, we've grown, morphed, and regressed into the show you know today. So... This is the first time in our run that we are not ending or starting new shows in the fall. When we return in October Thank with, God. yeah, we will be <laughs> coming back with the Lazy Geeks podcast, the return of just another podcast, the away team and the cheap seats. And if you just started listening to us, don't fret. We will be dropping some rewind episodes of our past for you to enjoy. The Lazy Geeks podcast will air with four additionally unreleased episodes. And if you listened to our rewind last year, you would have heard our first four episodes. So this year we'll continue with episodes five through eight, as well as two personal favorites from the away team, which is of course uh, the last outpost and where no one has gone before, which still where no one's gone before is still my personal favorite. You wanna hear us just busting up consistently that episode is the one you need to listen to <laughs> um and also i pulled out some uh throwbacks to some old discontinued podcast a personal favorite of mine which was uh the cinephile that i used to do and it, it was just a trip that i had done with family talking about movies and i threw in an old show that we used to talk about cult of the fanboy um because a lot of the we because in that podcast we dealt with rumors and a lot of the rumors within that show we still talk about now so yeah. nothing really changes <laughs> so during this time we want to encourage you guys to comment 
the shows wherever you get them. If you download them from iTunes, Google Play Music, or whatever, comment there. Comments, good or bad, will expose us to more people, and we're all about exposing ourselves. Uh, if streaming is more your thing, check us out on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn, or even our YouTube channel. Comment there as well. Each of the each of our podcasts have their own playlists. So for the Lazy Geeks podcast, it's all the podcasts we've released this year. Uh, every episode we've ever done of The Cheap Seats, The Away Team, and uh, Just Another Podcast are all there as well. You can also catch us on social media, facebook.com slash thelazygeeks, Google+, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, all under the name The Lazy Geeks One Word. And if social, if social media isn't, isn't your thing, then hit us up at our email bag, thegeeks at thelazygeeks.com. Um, you plan on doing anything since we don't, since we'll have Sunday nights free again for a month, you plan uh, on doing anything? I have some ideas, but I don't want to commit to anything. <laughs> 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 no, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of, uh, I, I've been wanting to play some games and just do some funny commentary over it, but I might have to wait until I get a graphics card for that. Um, <laughs> cause it's just not <laughs> I'm not in a good place right now graphically. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I my my main goal is to think of something to do. That's yeah. that's my main goal. I I want to use the time to, to really um to try to think of something to bring to the site and stuff like that. So, we'll see. Yeah. For me, it's um and and you guys may notice if you visit our Facebook page or Twitter, you're starting to notice new artwork being thrown up there it's because yes. next season we're going to have new artwork for all the podcasting including the encompassing the lazy geeks network because i'm going to use certain icons to distinguish each show um kind of make it look a little more streamlined so i'm trying to get all that stuff down before we start september so then september is just simply uploading um you know, which I'm actually going to probably do later this week. Upload all the shows, have them ready for release, and then all I have to really do is just post them when they when they schedule release. So it's very minimal work at, at best. So when we come back, I have all the artwork and everything ready to go. So, um, but during that during September, I've actually been I've been watching a lot of older movies, and when I mean older movies, like movies I grew up with, favorite movies, and I've been actually finding that some of them I don't own. And a lot of these movies on Blu-ray are like five, seven bucks. So Might I was as thinking, well pick them up. That's what I was thinking is like that's what I'm actually going to probably start doing is starting to pick up a lot of those movies that I love. Like I watched Ferris Bueller's Day Off the other day, and I realized I still had it just on DVD. And I was like, and I went online and it's like five bucks on Blu-ray. I'm like, shit. Might as well Might upgrade. As well, right? Exactly, because there's there's certain movies that will do the upgrade, you know. Because they're like movies you watch continuously over and over again. But and I see, just... it's gotten to the point too where like a lot of these older movies, they they're they're now not tricking anybody. Right. We all know that you didn't film that with an HD fucking Blu-ray <laughs> quality camera, so right. they'll sell them for like seven or eight bucks. There's not, yeah. nothing wrong with that. Just to, just so it matches on the fucking shelf. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? And and that's really what I'm going to be doing because you know I was like, going, yeah, I can hit the I can I'll start hitting those like bargain bins because that's usually where you find them and. You know, all that stuff. So I'm going to start picking up a bunch of those as well as working on um, uh, trying to funnel the podcast through my mixer because there's just certain um, certain connections that I need and I need to test it out. And it's hard to test it out between shows 
because when Adam and I f record our shows, we record one on Sunday and then one on Wednesday. So it only gives me a couple of days in between to do it, and I can never really sit down and do it. So at least with the month, I'll be able to get the wires tested, have Adam do like, hey, can you Skype me real quick, and then you know figure it out. So so at least then it'll it'll be cool. So so that's pretty much all that pretty much what I'll be doing for this, aside from you know you and me working. You know? right. but uh yeah so I'm, I'm i may be bringing some i may be going back to some news stories um you know when we come back in october because i've i've been kind of missing that aspect but not like consistently like it has to be stories every day it's stories that that interest me that i have something to say and i'll put them up that's kind of where i was i'm gonna go with that um i was gonna ask you this before the show but i forgot so i guess we do it on here because then people can know uh did you want to do new releases while we're off or take a month off and just do one when Fuck we come it. back? Let's take a full month off. All right. So if you happen to go to our website for new releases for September, you heard it. There won't be any. <laughs> so this week we'll have that's been another. Off. That's actually another thing I'm trying to uh, rework. I want to um, I feel my new release thing. I want to get it a little tighter looking. And something, something going on there. Yeah, I want to I want to try to find something that I can do a little more in depth and then just but just find it at a better source. Um so yeah, so yeah, we'll be working on stuff like that, but yeah, we're going to actually pretty much just take the full month off. So um so yeah. But in the meantime, you can find me on the interwebs on Twitter at a middle-aged geek, which I will still be on there even though we're on vacation. Um, Instagram, middle-age underscore geek, or check out my blog, themiddleagegeek.com. What about you, sir? I stay on Twitter, baby. At SapienTLG. Holla at me, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, and be sure to tune in on Thursday for the Network's season finale and the season finale of The Away Team on Thursday. So that is it for us this season. So until October 3rd, when we start season number seven, peace out. This has been a production of the Lazy Geeks Network. Available only at thelazygeeks.com. Goodbye.